0: What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jade, here. And the episode that you're about to listen to, I am joined by the monster Maven, Chloe. You guys, me and Chloe talked as if we have been friends for a long time. She is incredible. Her knowledge is so impressive. We talk all about the lessons that we've learned from being in the plant community, her love for monsteras, and why she's so knowledgeable of rare plants. But we don't get too deep into the rare plant discussion because I brought her back for another episode that's all about rare plants. But this episode today is just as good. I know you're going to enjoy it, but before I let you listen, I want to tell you really quickly about a few of my sponsors. So today's episode is brought to you by Eat Right Atlanta. Eat Right Atlanta is by far one of my favorite delivery services. They deliver fresh pr- um, produce right to your door. they service all of Atlanta the boxes are huge. I get the family size box. Although it's just me and my son, I am a pescatarian. So I eat a lot of vegetables and a lot of fruits. And my son who loves cooking is starting to get into using more vegetables in his meal. Don't come at me, mommies. You know what it is to raise these young kids. But Eat Right Atlanta is By far, the best delivery service that I have been using in Atlanta. Tell them Jay sent you, you guys. Go follow them on Instagram at eatrightatlanta. I promise you will not be disappointed. My next sponsor for today's episode is Rooted Vibes Co. Now, I have several of these planters. They are personalized or she has a variety of um, styles already on her website black owned company they have six inch planters and eight inch planters they come in black or white and you can style them however you want these planters are perfect for birthday gifts bridal shower gifts if you just know a plant parent who wants to add a little extra style to their collection then this is the company for you and the best part is i have my own promo code bpc That stands for Black Plant Chick. But when you use BPC at checkout, you'll get 20% off. Visit Rooted Vibes Co. on Instagram at Rooted Vibes Co. And make sure you let her know that Jade sent you. Now, last but not least, sponsoring today's episode is Trey Leaf. This company makes custom trellises and plant accessories. I recently posted a video on my Instagram page, and you can see me putting my philodendron Brazil, um, kind of allowing it to trail up my custom-made trellis. Li- listen, y'all, the craftsmanship of these trellises is just amazing and to know that a a woman created these products just makes me so um warm inside because they are beautiful she has a variety of sizes a variety of different plants um listen you will not be disappointed she's also for those of you who are listening from Atlanta she is based here as well Please support this young lady. These trellises are beautiful. And if you are trying to provide your plant with what it needs to thrive, if you're trying to sort of create that environment that the plant naturally grows in, then you'll want to get a trellis. Follow Trey Leaf on Instagram at T-R-E-Leaf underscore. That is underscore and be sure to let her know that jade sent you now without further ado enjoy today's episode Welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast. I am your Black Plant Mama Jade, and we are here with another episode. It is May, and so my series this month um, is Lessons We Learned. This is where I have the opportunity to sit down with other plant parents and just kind of sort of chat about Things that we've learned from being in the plant community Um, today, as with all of my episodes that I have done this season, I'm so thrilled to have yet another fabulous plant parent on the show. But before I bring her on, um, I just want to mention to you all. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Please leave a review. Share it with your friends because that is how I stay in the top 100 of the Home and Garden U.S. charts. There's only a handful, maybe like three of us Black people who are even in that space so the more that you rate and review and subscribe to this show and share it with your friends um the longer that I stay in that place and if y'all know me y'all know that I am trying to show up and show out in this place that I have already claimed to be my own um within a plant community other than that you um I'm still hosting my fiddle leaf fig tree workshops. I am still in the process of raising funds for my own plant business. That I'm so excited to start. Um, you'll be able to find all that information within these show details. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the announcements that I have. Uh, yeah, so let's just get on with um, the show. So you guys, this young lady that I have on has really um, made a mark in the plant community. I remember when I first jumped on, I started following her um, and that was last year. And I was just so kind of uh, really thrilled at her expertise and her knowledge just beyond plants. Um, and she, once she steps on, she can really share with us Um, more of what she does. I just noticed something. I'm sorry to cut my own self out, but I have to get out of saying, um, I'm going to really work on that. But welcome everyone to the show. Chloe, or you guys may know her as Monstera Maven on Instagram. Chloe, welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast.
1: I am so thrilled to be here. Yay. Thank you so much for
0: having me. Yes. <laughs> How are you today? I'm wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Your voice is so soothing, by the way. Oh, golly. Thank you. <laughs> Yours is too. I love it. Thank um, you. Thank you. I'm still getting used to people saying that my voice is like that. I'd be like, what?
1: Right, like I'm still like if I hear myself on a voicemail, I'm like,
0: oh, I know, like, why didn't I sound more sexier? Like, what in the world? (laughs) Why was my voice so deep for some reason? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so funny. So, um, Chloe, please tell my listeners who you are, um, what makes you the Monstera Maiden, and where that name even came from. Okay, um. I love
1: alliteration, so I was tossing around a couple of names, like Monstera Mama, Monstera mm. Monster, and I i like to think of myself as kind of fashionable uh, mm. type of person, and I had, at the time, over 200 Monstera, Ooh. and it just kind of clicked. I was like, you know what? I'm a maven of Monstera, but that sounded awkward, so I just put it together. Yes. <laughs> as, Monstera maven. Um, That was the first kind of species. Monstera deliciosa was like the first species of aeroid that really captivated me uh, in a deeply uh, obsessive way. Like I wanted to know everything about them. I wanted to have a billion. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, I don't know, grow them massive. I was so taken by all the different forms and Mm -hmm. types and I, how all the different ways you can grow them. Um, mm. The versatility and right. resilience of the species really captivated me. And also there's just so much to Monstera outside of Deliciosa, you know, um, Right. and I, it's just such a fun group of plants to grow.
0: <laughs> so is it safe to say that that is your favorite plant? You know, it's changed. I, I've okay. been
1: collecting rare plants for okay. about five years and that was my intro. Okay. Um, I love monstera. I will never not love monstera, but I'm really dabbling hard into of right now. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it's a deep, deep fascination. Uh, okay. There's just so much, uh, there's so much to know, and what's intricate interesting to me is that there's all these intricate differences between different species and yes. so many are undescribed. Yeah. And I, I like to consider myself a collector purist, not to be bougie, but I, I pride myself on collecting genuine species. And so okay. the challenge has been with Anthurium is that there's like a billion and one, you know, hybrids and clones yeah. that are, you know, kind of dupes. So it's kind of like trying to uh, get the, the genuine, you know, Louis Vuitton or whatever (laughs) bag at the yard sale, you know, you're trying to get it on a budget, but you're, you know, checking the, the <laughs> you're like checking the manufacturer code and you're like right. looking behind the leaf to make sure the petals are shaped correctly and like right. the color is right I don't know I just think it's a great deal of fun however
0: frustrating it can be <laughs> you know rare plants is definitely a very special lane to be in um, <laughs> I'm not a huge rare plant lover I enjoy looking at them mm-hmm. but I... I know my lane, right? I know where what I feel like investing in and what I don't. Um, and so it's just like rare, I, I listen, you got it, okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> because people who can really so I, I, I see two different types of people, especially on social media, right? The ones who just buy a rare plant because they love plants and they feel like, why not add that into my collection and not knowing too much about it. And then you have those who really study rare plants and change their living conditions to sort of um, fit what that rare plant needs. Right. Right. I know you see that too.
1: (laughs) I do. I, I do. I help um, through my consultations, I like mm-hmm. to think that I help people kind of go from the former to the latter. Okay. <laughs> and I'm also the the latter person. Okay. Uh, I have micro environments for my plants. I have multiple plant cabinets. Mm. I have a giant humidifier in my room. So I definitely live on their terms. Right. right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with good results, I think that, you know, They can be, most plants can be acclimated. I think rare plants have a bad rep, uh, mostly because. Just like the
0: fiddly fig.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I think that people don't necessarily know how to go about it or yep. maybe they get some bad information online. Yep. yep. Yeah, you seem to be on that. You yep. understand that. You know, that they think my... the wrong thing and then yes. man, they kill it and then they don't want to touch it ever exactly. again. Exactly. Like, They're so chill if you just know what's up.
0: <laughs> and that, you know what? So the fiddle fig is, is my specialty. Like mm-hmm. I knew when I was able to keep over five of them alive, right? I have nine. And so I knew that when I could do that, then it was like, okay, this is your lane. Keep studying this plant and help some mm-hmm. folks out. But yes. what I've learned from doing my my consultations is that, yes, people get caught up in what other people say on... Um, social media about these plants and they sort of overreact as soon as they bring the plant home yes yes and yes. that leads to its untimely demise unfortunately it's like you go into panic mode so early because you want to be such a great plant parent to this plant that you end up killing
1: it over parent <laughs> yes. and that
0: over parenting is 100 a thing
1: in the and, and, house and listen and not just with plants Hey, that's so true. You can definitely smother
0: a a, a pet, a plant, a child. Listen, it it, it can go real wrong. (laughs) All of the above. But I know that you experienced that too with your rare plant consultations. But I want to ask you this, and this is sort of off of the format of the show, but I'm sure people would love to know just one tip and I know that you have consultations in charge for and I'm all about making sure we're not giving away a bunch of free information. But yes, one <laughs> tip that you think people who want to start collecting rare plants need to know. Just one. Ooh,
1: okay.
0: Just one.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, moisture would be uh, my
0: tip. Okay.
1: Okay. You you know, you gotta hydrate yourself for your skin and Mm -hmm. for your mental health. Mm -hmm. You also have to hydrate your plants appropriately. And that by that I mean and I'm sorry I'm gonna give away a lot of information (laughs) because that's what I like to do. I like to help people with just getting started. And yes, I feel like get a pen and paper,
0: people (laughs) write this down. Because I'm not going to put a um, a mark in the in the show, so you know where to find this. You're gonna have to just listen to it. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Okay, you're listening
1: ahead. carefully. Yes. Um, <laughs> substrate is so important. It goes hand in hand with moisture. With rare plants, with aeroids and tropicals specifically, you have to strike the right balance of substrate and moisture flowing through it. Um, okay. That's typically where, I mean, every microenvironment is different, but typically what they expect, especially a lot of water loving species, is large amounts of water just flowing mm-hmm. around and flowing through the roots, but it doesn't stay there. You know, mm. they expect these deluges and then these drier periods. So the closest thing that you can bring your plants into in your own home is always going to be beneficial. And that means mm-hmm. drainage holes. That means adding some perlite, you know, Miracle Grow is not it mm-hmm. on its own for... No, not know, by itself. Right. Or, You know, like you could do it, but you got to cut it with perlite and yes. make sure that that water comes right out of the pot. Yes. Um, there's really no such thing as over-watering as long as what you're watering um, mm-hmm. is in the proper pot and it's in the proper substrate. Uh-oh,
0: that's going to that's gonna trip up a lot of people. Right. You know, people right. are afraid... I think- <laughs> Listen, you said, listen, i will let you explain, but I know people I are going to be like, thing. yes, because, because soy. Okay. So I've done one of my very first episodes in season one was, mm. um, a lot about soil and how important mm. your soil medium is to the plant, um, yes. and how that also plays a part in what we believe Is overwatering. So, yes, if you have um, very unhealthy, very um, compacted, only using one type of soil, then it is possible that that will lead to you overwatering your plant because now you're just throwing water on top of water on top of water on top of water and it's not able to flow through. But even with, and this, and you can jump in and put, you know, tell your side and what you believe too, but. I think even with well draining soil, you still want to be careful because I I tell people all the time, especially with plants that are not huge tropical plants or, you know, Mm -hmm. who don't enjoy being in all of that moisture, you still want to be really careful and because the roots are very sensitive. I mean, that's the the living force of the plant is the root system, right? Of course. Um, but I do want you to explain what you mean by, right, right because right. I don't want to confuse any of the listeners and then they'd be like, well, wait a minute. Of so it ain't no poss- So I do want you to explain <laughs> that.
1: Okay. <laughs> let me back up. Okay. So let me talk about <laughs> my Anthurium cabinet for a moment. That cabinet mm-hmm. is under 12 and a half hours of super bright LED lights. Mm-hmm. So the way that works, those plants are constantly like photosynthesizing for half of the day. Um, right. So they use up that moisture very, yes. very quickly. Like the what I mean is finding a balance for your home. Yes. So for example, when I have my plants in my greenhouse and they're out in this hot Texas heat, they're using Mm -hmm. either through evaporation or just metabolic use of the water that's in the substrate Mm -hmm. they're going through it a lot faster than say the bird of paradise i have sitting in Mm -hmm. my living room just chilling Mm -hmm. in the dark you know Mm -hmm. so balancing so my you could say that plants that are photosynthesizing more or in more you know specified environments are going Mm to they're going to be thirstier and yes. for me, there's no way for me to overwater because I don't grow in soil. I grow in a, you know, a mix of perlite and moss. Right. So it really just wicks right through. It goes right through. And it's right. used like immediately, like yes. within a couple of days. So yes. let me specify that I do yes. mean in the context <laughs> of rare plants that are grown in specialized environments that require them, that that necessitate a lot of water.
0: Yes. Use Th- up it up. That was perfect clarification. Okay. I, I, I absolutely-
1: you can <laughs> definitely
0: drown your succulent if you just yes. take a gallon and just woo, yes. like you'll kill and, it. Okay. And like you said, whatever you grow it in plays a huge part, but not even just that, the conditions in your home. Yes. So, like, I tell a lot of the clients that I work with, like, what are you keeping your temperature at? Where is that plant being placed at? Um, like, if so, what I love to do is when you first bring a plant home, a lot of times, and this this may not be for rare plants because you're not just picking these up at your local nursery. Not, not a lot of times. You might look up and pick mm-hmm. up something there. Um, but a lot of times you're bringing home a plant from a local nursery and the soil is already really wet, right? Because they water mm-hmm. it pretty often. Um, so I like to say Sit that plant in a place where you might want it to be, whatever, isolated from the others, type of thing. Mm -hmm. But watch how long it takes that soil to dry out. It Mm -hmm. sort of, it sort of helps you understand the the conditions in your home. So, you know, when it comes to humidity, we think that our homes feel great, right? We think that Mm -hmm. oh, it doesn't feel dry in here. Sure, yes, to you, it doesn't, but it may certainly feel extremely dry to that plant. Right. Um, So I, especially
1: comparative from, you know, the greenhouse conditions that it potentially came from. Exactly. Exactly. They definitely feel the difference between 45 and 80.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, they do. And they feel it really fast. That's why it's good to give your plant time to acclimate because you're going to know a change. When you bring that plant home, you might drop a leaf, something might turn yellow, you know, you're going to see different things occur because you just took it out of an environment where it was getting all of this fantastic sunlight, humidity, you know, it was surrounded by other plants. So there's this natural ecosystem sort of taking place. um, All of these great things, but I love that you clarified that for me cuz I don't need nobody coming to me. No, <laughs> like, no
1: yeah, no, you can hear it you heard it here folks. You can and will drown your fiddle leaf fig. Okay. I'm not talking Oh about my them. goodness. <laughs> yes, you I'm will. I'm talking about I'm talking about like my philodendron varicosum, which basically mm-hmm. sits in like a self-watering pot that mm-hmm. I have to refill every other day because it drinks mm-hmm. like a mad person. So Yes you yes. know they, they, there are nuances and that's what i love about this hobby is that every single species can be an individual and i think yes. it's really fun to figure out what makes each of them tick best that you can in your own home i think it's really mm-hmm. gratifying to mm-hmm. go i did that like you're from columbia and you're thriving in my life Texas in my whole, home like you are wow amazing I yes
0: that. <laughs> and that's like one of those things where you should be proud of yourself as a plant parent you know I think we focus sometimes on what we did wrong within mm-hmm. this journey that we f- we rarely ever um give ourselves the credit for keeping a huge number or even a small number of plants alive um yes. a lot of people who brought in Hundreds or whatever, tens and tens and 20 of plants during the pandemic are like, oh, now, you know, half of them are gone. But it's like, so what? Like you expected all of those plants to make it through this time. Like you got to be honest with yourself. You went a little crazy and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like once you really start um, understanding who you are as a plant person, then you're not attracted to every plant right and you find your niche
1: you find what makes you tick you find what mm-hmm. makes you happy and then you don't you know just buy up everything you know you buy yes. more selectively you buy more intentionally yes. and you end up happier the plants end up happier because you know you, one you're more invested in them from the yes. first place and then yes. you you probably have plants that are more similar to the ones that you're starting to collect and yep that way you can keep them a bit happier yeah uh <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna share another bombshell. Okay, uh, everyone loses plants.
0: Everyone, Me,
1: every single immaculate Instagram feed you see,
0: everyone, they've
1: killed plants. It, I, you know, everyone only sees one side on social media, but mm-hmm. we all kill them. We all have ugly leaves. Mm-hmm. We all have plants that we're still screaming at. Mm-hmm. I have. I had a stump. I had a stump for half a year. It was just a stump. It, I, I basically took a beautiful plant, made it a stump. Uh-huh. It's come back. But like, I tell people this, cause I'm like, it happens. Like sometimes you just, you goof up. Yes. But you don't give up. No. And it's okay. Let it humble you, learn from it and, and try again.
0: And then also use it as a lesson in yes. life. Um, yes. For me, It's like last year I did a plant purge and I think I got rid of about 15 plants Um, and it really taught me not to hold on to things, Hmm. Um, even things that may not be materialistic, uh, things that. I don't own. It just really showed me that it's okay to part ways with something Mm -hmm. and to be okay. So I always like to look at this, this journey of being a plant person deeper than what we see in front of us, deeper than the soil, deeper than the roots, just really as a way to step outside of myself and look at who I am as a person and and the way that I blossom and the way that I grow and to acknowledge that I'm not perfect. Right. Um, But to appreciate my growth and where Mm. I've come from and that little seed that I was years and years and years ago um, and the beautiful flower that I am now. So I think it's really important to just accept what's happening within your space um, and use it as a part of, You know, life's lessons. Yes. Yeah, if that makes sense, you know. No, that's
1: very beautiful. I mean they're so plants are inspirational. I think they show us every day that the smallest thing can can blossom into something so beautiful and regal and robust. And you know, just because this leaf emerged a little wonky doesn't mean that the next opportunity won't be, you know, better glorious. I just I think about that a lot, and I draw yeah. a lot of inspiration and strength from them because yeah. they're always growing, they're always trying, they're mm. always thriving—not thriving necessarily, but yeah, not always. <laughs> especially especially <laughs> after my move, um, we're, um, we're 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 growing through it. That's uh, good. Is what good. I'm gonna say. Actually, good. things are finally turning that corner. I'm starting to see nice new leaves. But like, I, I thought I did it. I thought I had it, and. <laughs> When I finally got everything unpacked, I was like, oh, you are all looking ball-headed and oh. terrible and why? And Ugh. can I just like not? Plants <laughs> can be really spoiled. They, they can be, mine are very <laughs> spoiled. we will just go ahead and say that. They are 100% spoiled. So, you know, they weren't exactly excited to be stuffed in a car. From, right. And- You know, eight hours and then stuffed in a back room in a bunch of plastic bins for like three or four or five days. (laughs) They weren't like happy about that at all. No. Uh, They chose violence, but
0: uh, we're finally uh,
1: back on track.
0: Good. You're in a good place. (laughs) A little therapy helped, I'm sure. You know,
1: (laughs) I just watered with liquid gold and. Said, I'm sorry to each one, and (laughs) I think I'm okay.
0: Good. Um, I'm happy that your move was successful, even with a few bumps.
1: (laughs) I tried to film. It's funny because I have a YouTube and I was trying to film for it because people were like, Tell me how to do it, queen. Tell me, teach me. And I was (laughs) like, Oh, I'll teach you. No. I'll never release that footage because how can I tell people that like this is how you move plants with like it didn't even work. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think there's a good way to do
0: it. I think but you can still add to that footage now Uh, because you can talk about you can kind of speed it up and just be like you know here's where I fucked up, but then (laughs) here's how things got better.
1: Oh man! Oh man! I you know I just didn't expect so. It it's just insane, but like yeah. contractors didn't finish our home, <laughs> like oh. so it was just like oh I can't put my plants out yet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh. Um, so that was kind of what went wrong. I still think maybe the method works like putting them in the clear bins so the humidity is high. But like the minute I took them out of that, they were like, oh we're dead now. Good night. Right.
0: (laughs) I was like wait, no. (laughs) Like how dare you? How Monstera Maven? They're like, whatever. Like Monstera Murderer. (laughs) like, (laughs) Like, okay. That's so funny how we make our plants <laughs> talk. Like Oh yeah, they have names and they talk yes, absolutely. Yes. They all like. have different voices and mm-hmm. different personalities. Oh my gosh.
1: Different preferred brands. Oh yeah. Yes. I definitely humanize the crap out of them.
0: I love it. <laughs> well, so Chloe, one of the big reasons why I'm doing this series this month, mm-hmm. um, lessons we learned is because I want to be able to share with people um sort of the the human side of us as plant parents, because mm-hmm. those of us who have like these bigger pages, they look at us as to be, um, and I don't want to say perfect, but As if we know everything Mm -hmm. Um, and and I've said this before, but I don't like to use that phrase of I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert because my goal is to be that. Um, And so I don't want to I never speak those type of words over me, but I am working towards that. But I'm, I'm also very human and I've learned a lot from being within the plant community. Some lessons were better than others. Mm-hmm. Some helped me to improve um, in this space. So I want to take um, a few minutes and sort of share some of the lessons we learned. Would you like to start off? Okay. Um, <laughs> I've just learned a lot. I feel
1: like I've I found my voice. Uh, yes. I, I, I am a very stringent introvert. Like okay. IRL, I'm very <laughs> awkward. Uh, I apologize in advance to anyone who's actually met me. Um, <laughs> I'm weird. I'm sorry. I'm just weird. Uh, the the t shirt introverted but willing to discuss plants is I'm the physical embodiment of that. Um, I love it. And I find that like connecting with people on Instagram and Facebook has over plants has really. I don't know, it's helped me be more brave at mm. talking about things that I'm passionate about, out, even outside of plants. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly talking about social justice, Black Lives mm. Matter, mm-hmm. you know, stop Asian hate. Things that are important to me that I, I wouldn't have the courage to, like, I don't know, um, speak to, typically. Yeah. yeah. And, well you know I'm always advocating I just think that like I'm finally saying what I feel like I need to say
0: right Um,
1: and I find that I no longer have to separate my passion and my talents from who I physically am and like how I you know move through and experience this world and I I don't know I'm really proud to have been blessed with this these platforms you know my yeah. queens and my instagram and just having the audience that's willing to listen and you know share and you know do good and support things that i really care about through plants
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah. like i'll
1: auction a rare plant but instead of paying me you donate to a charity you know like, like mine
0: no i'm just playing yeah. well, i have a charity i just have a GoFundMe. me but go ahead i'm sorry
1: no <laughs> and i i saw that and i was like i'm gonna share that and if oh. we get to your to your goal like throw in a plant oh. i'll have to find the one that doesn't look like it just went through
0: the one that doesn't look like it went through a move
1: oh right i'm like which one of you did not move mm. no um i'll find something like i have 200 plus i will find something oh my gosh 200. yeah i have a lot of plants. it's more dope. than I 200 like i just don't know how many anymore there's oh. more than 200 though um uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was that what, that you know, I just learned to be brave and like, you know what? You want to hear about plants? Cool. While yes. you're here, here's some social justice. Yes. Go donate to Black Girls Code or whatever. Boop, like boop, boop. help, co- contribute, support. Right, like right. you can't, you, you enjoy my advice and my expertise. And I love that you said that bit about not claiming to be an expert. Mm-hmm. No, you are. You use you, yes. you kept nine fiddle leaf figs alive, and oh, that gosh. makes you an, a fiddle leaf pro. Okay. Okay. I, don't... I teach workshops on exactly. these things. Like you are christened. It's official. Okay. I mean, you've already christened yourself. But like, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> but the, the
0: monstera Chris christened me. Oh God! I'm taking it. I'm milling my head so that you can put the knife over the soil. <laughs> Whatever that's called, where they tap the sword your shoulders. I don't know. Oh, they, they ignite you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just leaned forward so that you could do that to me.
1: Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I've done that. I, I tap my Apple pencil on my laptop, so it's official. It's official. Um, it's official. Yes. And I, I, I just think it's so important, especially as Black folks in mm-hmm. like a very – predominantly non-black space I just yes. think it's so important that we own our talents and our our expertise yes. and our advice and our strength yes. and I don't know. I, it's, Unapologetically,
0: like, like, just do I, it.
1: Like, I am the Monster Maven. And it's yes. funny because there's like another one mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like some tea about that. But I, anyway. Oh. Um, but mm. I just remember at first they were like, you should give me the name. I have more than you, and like, wow. more engagement and all like, oh, this. Yeah, they messaged me. They were like, you need to give me the name. I have oh. more engagement. And like, yeah. Was it a non Black person? Yes. Oh. <gasps> 100%. Come on. Like, 100%. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It, to describe this person, I would use the name Karen. Very okay. much that archetype. <laughs> Um,
0: Monstera have- Karen
1: Monstera Karen yeah kind of I, I, I really can't I'm not trying to drag this person because like at this point you know I am the Monstera Maven sorry That's, it is the facts spoilers. yes the facts but yes. at first they were like they were talking smack they were oh like, god, beating up on me and I just remember like people from where they are were mm-hmm. like oh I heard so many bad things about you and I was like <gasps> what uh, what did I what did I do and they were like I don't know I just heard you're kind of a jerk and I was just like mm-hmm. okay well I'm sorry. And, uh, let's be friends anyway. Right. And I, right. kind of like, I don't know, like earn my stripes, but I, I, I like to think I have, and I'm grateful, wow. uh, for my platform every day because I was so close to just giving up. And I, I don't know right. what would have happened if I just conceded and gone back into my little shell and just not share my plants online. Um, wow. I, was, I just like, I almost didn't do it. Cause I was like, wow, well, if this person has more followers than me and they're so much better than me, you know, how am I ever going to have a platform that could beat this or, you know, how would I ever grow on this? But I did.
0: Right. Yes, (laughs) you did.
1: And yeah, I'm here to stay. And I just, I want to tell people be brave. Like, don't don't let your plants be your platform. Let yes. your plants be your passion. And don't let anybody tell you that you do not belong in this space because you do. Doesn't oh. matter who, what, where you're from. It doesn't matter. Every yes. single person belongs in this space, and you matter, and you're valid,
0: and I love you. Oh, I'm sorry. I love
1: that. No, I <laughs> love that. Too much, but
0: I, 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 you know, so I love that because it is. Um, goes hand in hand with some of the lessons that I've learned. And one of the big ones was I I truly now know what it means to show up in a space. Mm -hmm. And I know how to do it. Um, For so long in my last profession, I was in the space, but I was really afraid of my voice. Um, Mm -hmm. I was afraid of, you know what it was? It was like the imposter syndrome. Um, I didn't believe in my position in that space. And so one thing that being within the plant community, one of the biggest lessons I learned is how to show up in a space. Uh, Because I do the work, because I educate myself, um, because I actually spend time not just taking pictures of my plants, but really spend time in this space, I've learned how to show up. And it it came with... It came with time, of course. It came with learning to be more confident in who I am, in my delivery, in my approach, in how I accept other people and how other people accept me. But it also um, came when I was able to not need the approval of other folks, right? So because so often we feel like we can't do something if the masses doesn't accept us.
1: Yes. Yes. You
0: know what I mean? And Absolutely. I I realized that I don't need everyone within the plant community to like me in this that's space. That's right. Yes. I don't need it. I don't have, I don't, I just don't, that's too much pressure. Right. right. Yes. Um, and then it's not all genuine. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was like, all right. And I, I used, to, I preach this all the time is finding a community that speaks your plant language. Ooh. So that is, and I, I'm telling you, I say this all the time because it's one of the biggest lessons that I learned. When I first started sharing my plant journey on social media, I wanted, I wanted to be a part of every group. You know what I mean? Like right. I was like, yes, Ooh, yes. over here <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, this community because they're in Atlanta. Oh, because they're black. Oh, because they're women. Oh, because they wear braids. Oh, because of this. I wanted every little part of it. And then I realized, wait, no, right. We think very differently you guys act like you're better than people who grow the same kind of plants. You guys are actually really throwing shade at each other when you think that you're supporting one another. Mm -hmm. Um, You believe that this works and I don't don't need it. Let me create my own community within this community. Yes, Um, yes. And when I tell you, once I started thinking like that, just the rest was history. Like I love to be able to watch other people show up in their spaces doing amazing things. And then I look at, okay, I'm also doing the same. Right. I'm also showing up in ways that I never even imagined at all. Um, so for me, the biggest lesson was knowing what it really means to show up in a space. Yes. Um, and then a small lesson that I learned is you don't always have to insert your opinion on people's posts. <laughs> so someone made a post and I won't say who the person is, but they were made a post about using sort of like eggshells to fertilize the plants with. Um, and I remember last year, I had made a similar post about it um, and a nursery gave me a lot of advice and they were telling me the proper ways to do it. And Mm -hmm. so I saw someone else doing something similar, but I said, you know what? That's not my job to go underneath your post and leave you a paragraph about how this should have been done. Yes. Um, And so I think it's important. And what will make social media a better place for you is to not feel like you got to insert yourself everywhere. Everybody doesn't need your plan advice. Like, People do their own research. People, first of all, people are going to be wrong. You know what I mean? That's why this is such an incredible journey is because you're going to learn. You're going to fail. You're going to stand back up and you're going to learn again. Absolutely. Um, So you don't have to insert yourself in everything. But those are the two lessons that I've learned.
1: Those are powerful lessons, like mining your own and- Yes. You know- showing up.
0: It's showing up.
1: I love that. And, you know, there's appropriate, I think- courtesy you know when it, it, it goes it goes with that it's just there's there's a time and a place yes if someone asks me right there for, it is when they ask you know hey when they tag me hey Monstera Maven what do you think about blah, the will exactly I'll go, oh hey I would make these adjustments or no nah, you're good don't yes. do anything stop doing things please no yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'll say or something in between yes uh, those things um but You know, if there's a forum where Mm -hmm. someone's like, please help, thank you in advance, that's when you pull out that little encyclopedia of parent knowledge and you slap it down and you go to town on that keyboard. But just be respectful and know that we all did start somewhere. Yes. And- That somewhere was not likely, you know, growing these incredible and fantastic and perfect fiddly things or, you know, Sansevieria or whatever you do, whatever your, you know, your niche is, it likely did not start in perfection. And I think that being humble and if people don't ask, you know kind hey. of let them do it i had to learn that because i would just be like i just want to help but then I was like, i'm not really helping if they don't want my advice like exactly and some advice people, is not helpful so. no
0: and sometimes people get offended when they because, feel like yeah. you're in you know inserting your expertise
1: yes. especially when we you know mm-hmm. do that sorry to make it that thing but it's mm-hmm. true like i think that mm-hmm. some people take issue with me being and, and, an authority on things that they aren't and they'll argue with me and even though
0: I'm just like what do you do I listen (laughs) okay I get that pretty often but what's so funny is like (sighs) I it's sort of now that people know like that the fiddly fig is my zone right they sort of don't come into that space like I haven't had anyone challenge me on the fiddle leaf fig thing. And Mm -hmm. I think it's because people struggle with them. Like I know, I know a lot of people who have beautiful fiddle leaf figs, they may have like one or two and they're just like, I'm cool in this area. But I haven't had many people sort of challenge me on um, my care, but I also don't give away a lot of free information. I feel Mm -hmm. like for so long, Since I've been in any type of profession from bartending, um, I was, um, a sex advocate before this, like all of these different things that I've done, I was always just giving and giving and giving and giving and never receiving, um, much in return, but like a thank you. And Mm. so I said, you know, I run myself like a business because that's what I am. And, I offer these services. And so if you want more in detail and more in-depth information, then you have to book me. Like I'll throw out some gems here and there. But for the most part, I'm like, no, because what I don't want is people to gather all the information that I've shared for free and then be like, oh, now I'm the silly sick queen, mm-hmm. like hypnosis. You got to go do the research like I did. Right. Right. <laughs> Even like, you know it doesn't work like that, they're still missing right. that sauce.
1: Like you might pick up pieces, but if you yeah. can't put it all together the way you do, yeah. which is in your consultation, so yes. both consultations, yes, with, with both of us. The Black Plant
0: Chick, okay, okay. do
1: it. And, okay. and me, if you want to step into that. Into that, you know what? It's a zone. lot of
0: people out there that really yes. <laughs> that more zone. I'm okay. here to help. It. a lot of folks, and oh. we. I may have to bring you back for a rare. Not may. I will bring you back for a rare plant episode. I'm so um, excited! Yes, so that we can because you're going to educate me because I don't know squat. diddly let me about.
1: tell you, because okay. it's, it's such a nightmare Thunderdome arena if you're not prepared. like Listen. And I just, I feel like it's like, this isn't free information. This is just like right. your hazard hat. Like, I gotta right. hand you your hazard hat and your glove. <laughs> Before you step into this dome. Because it is between people lying about IDs and overcharging oh yes, and, and like,
0: you have to know. And
1: importing information like, I- I've been Ooh, I've done this for years. And so it's like, you know i think that some people will try to tell you the wrong thing some people mm-hmm. will try to i don't know don't really know because they're not legal or whatever yes but i am and i like helping people i don't know i, I especially like people of color like, yeah. like I, I'm queer folk I, yeah. I just there's so few of us in this space and so
0: like for me it, it's like
1: it's it for is. me it's like paying it forward and yeah. you know yeah. If you want to send me a little tip on Venmo after I help we gonna you? Do, Listen,
0: we're going to do that. I I'll and we do gonna- that. Yes. We're going to make it. We're going to chat. Once I hit the stop record button, we're going to chat for a second Ooh, and we're yeah. going to like set that up yeah. so that we can bring, cause I'm sure people would love that. Cause I hear people ask me all the time about rare plant advice. And I'd be like, nah, son, like <laughs> yeah. that ain't me. You know what I am going to be all the way honest.
1: <laughs> the family things are the hardest. Okay. I'm sorry. I think that, that they're, they're, they're tough. For like, they can
0: be. The quote can
1: unquote, be. I don't like calling them common at all. I don't like calling any plants common. I, I right. don't think, I don't even really like the, the label rare. I think, yeah, it's all kind of classist, but anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, it is.
1: It, it is. It's 100% <laughs> it is. classist. So it I is. don't really like those labels, but like, It I makes
0: them even, seem like they're the bougier ones. Like, ugh.
1: they're not. I, I think that there are things <laughs> that are more and less impressive to grow. And I think fiddle leaf figs are my list of more impressive. Like, <sighs> There are some plants that are super rare, but they're not impressive to grow because maybe they're easy. They're really easy to grow. Yes.
0: Let me tell you, there's an... Listen. Let me tell you the one issue that I have not been able to um, step out of when it comes to fiddle leaf figs. So all my fiddle leaf figs are all pushing out new leaves. They are beautiful, but edema, which is the mm-hmm. red dots on them, right? And so I water mine according to their size, and um you know, so they're no, they're not, they're not all on the same watering dates. But mm-hmm. although edema is not some is not life threatening to the plant, mm-hmm. it's something that still occurs. So it's like I'm Listen, I am out here still learning just like everyone else. I know where it comes from and I know that there are possible ways to prevent it. Mm -hmm. And I'm still like in that lane of trying to figure out from my own plants, like I can teach someone how to prevent it if they haven't even seen it yet. But the the great thing about that particular, um, and I don't even want to call it an issue, but that particular thing is that as the leaf matures, it goes away. People be panicking when they see them red dots. Yeah. Like, but it's like, you guys, it's going, as it grows, it will grow away. Because sometimes when you're watering, and this is some free information, but when you're watering your plant during the time that it's growing new leaves, that can be the time where it's taking up too much water for that new leaf. And then it comes in, so it's not like I've seen people post that it was about overwatering, and that's not always the case, right? right. You know, but you know,
1: that's it's just excess water in that tissue, and exactly that water will leave or be used up in the larger. Yep. I mean, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I I love they self heal so much, and people don't even know how much plants adjust and tweak and that one little <laughs> issue that
0: you were so worried about in the beginning and yes. now you're looking at your plant like oh what was that issue again right. like oh it was nothing right but, but that is not your biggest
1: fear spider marts
0: are oh <laughs> my goodness yes, that listen, that's we not, not even going that's gonna that's gonna that will be a whole other 30 minutes We right. talking about those things oh yeah but, listen <laughs> we are going to wrap this up You guys, I'm definitely having Chloe back so we can talk about these bougie-ass plants that she loves. And so she can give us a full lesson on how, and I don't even want you to give away all of your your necessarily care tips, but Mm -hmm. more of a beginner's guide, Mm -hmm. sort of speak. To getting into that lane because th- th- these plants are fascinating to look at the way that they grow and it, listen they look like mutants sometimes when you see <laughs> them and it's like oh my gosh look at the silver on the back and it looks like a turtle shell like yes. <laughs> all that right but anyways I have thoroughly enjoyed you and cannot wait to have you back. But before we go, please tell my listeners everywhere that they can follow you, what you have going on. I know you go live on IG weekly. Tell us about that show that you do and whatever else. Okay. Awesome. So
1: I have um, my IG live shows. I have a variety of different ones. I do uh, plant profiles where I talk about, rare plants like i just talk about one rare plant that a lot of people have questions about that okay. people don't get to see very often and i i go through how to identify it how it likes to grow what i'm growing mine in mm-hmm. all of it I, it's okay. like dish the dirt on a specific species i do planty chats and that's where i answer questions uh from my community so if you have a care question you're looking. To, get in there and get some advice. I, I highly recommend you hop in on a planty chat and, uh, yeah, those are the two types of shows that I do. I do them every weekend, Mm um, either Saturday or Sunday, but, uh, yeah. And you can also, uh, check my link in bio. I have a couple of good things in that. Uh, if you love plants and, Identify as a queen in any regard. Join mm-hmm. plant queens. I like to think we're a really awesome community on Facebook. Super accepting and chill unless you're like trash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they'll kick you out.
1: <laughs> we will kick you out and drag you a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a little bit. It's kind of become like a thing. Like at first it was just like, these people are too ignorant. Like they gotta <laughs> be shown how ignorant they are. But no, now it's like, that we're going to dunk on you. Yes. Bit. Do um, it. If you mm-hmm. show your butt, so don't mm-hmm. show your butt, and you're good. Um, I also have um, a YouTube, so check that out, um, okay. or message me. You know, like what you'd want to see videos of. I'm editing a bunch of stuff. I, I just don't know if anyone wants to see my failed move video bo- video. But Post you gave it. me a really good idea for that, so yes, yes. I probably will. It'll be funny, I think. It's yes, crazy. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. This was such a you're pleasure. Welcome. I. Thank you for uh, taking my podcast cherry here. Yeah, i was yeah. so fun. I popped the podcast cherry. Yes. Yes, you <laughs> did. And it was so, such a delight. And so thank you for having me. And yes, I'm such a huge fan. I'm going to have to like leave an iTunes review, but my username Please. is super, super embarrassing. So
0: Oh, well, when it's you okay. See
1: it, you'll see it. And you'll be like, oh, Chloe. I'll be like, who is this? <laughs> Chloe, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> I was 12
0: when I set up my iTunes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, And they give you such a hard time to, like, change things. And then if you change it, you're changing so many different things that you've connected to it that it's like, okay, nobody's doing this. Exactly.
1: Even though yeah. the embarrassment of my email from those times was <laughs> very high. I cannot <laughs> wait to see it now.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And okay. <laughs> you're going to be looking for, it like, hello. <laughs> no. I'm like, wow, Chloe. i
1: was, saying, I was <laughs> a 12-year-old. Let me live.
0: We all Let were. We all were.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> well, oh, my gosh, Chloe. Thank you again. Thank you. you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate it, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, leave a review, follow me on social media at the Black Plant Chick, well, not the at Black Plant Chick, um, and on Twitter at plant underscore chick. And until next time, like I always say, love, peace, and propagate.